Well done. Thank you for that. I get to listen to this whenever I'm in pain now. I can scroll back on my station and listen to Mohawk Mama Soul. Um, thank you, Mohawk Mama Soul. It was great. It was really great. And that's going to be really helpful to me in my journey too. Definitely in my journey. It'll be helpful and remain hospitable to the pain. That is very zen. Thank you. So, 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 I'm down here at the Corner Shop Cafe. They're open weekdays 7am to 2pm and weekends 8am to 2pm. And they serve awesome food. They do wonderful service. And their weekday special is a bacon and egg roll, two fried eggs, bacon with barbecue sauce, $6.00. So you can't beat that, and you also can't beat the service. Now, I dare you, Lon. This is what I have a dare of. Everywhere you go this week, we're going to call it cha-ching, hashtag cha-ching. I dare you to not pay with tap. I dare you to take cash around about the place. Because Carmela was just explaining to me, they pay 20 cents per tap. And plus, we get charged a merchant fee too, so there's a big percentage on it. And they get charged extra percentages. So I'm going to help Carmilla. I'm going to go home, and I'm going to get my ink out, and I'm going to do her a little competition. She doesn't know it yet. She thinks I'm kidding. She really thinks I'm kidding. But uh, her husband's a smart man. He's an accountant. And their cafe is pretty busy, so they don't really need my help, but I'm going to give it to them anyway because it says cafe dishes up quality. Owners put careers on hold just to pursue their business dream, and she's holding their French toast. So if you're down here at the Corner Shop Cafe, you can get French toast, 15 bucks. You can get a large cap, beautiful pricing, beautiful service, and I dare you to come down here and to just use hash because, hang on, let me get this from the horse's mouth. Carmela, 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 can, can, you, can you tell Anchor 20 cents, 20 cents per transaction? How much does it cost you? Like 20 cents. For tap, 20 cents. Yeah. That's a lot, isn't it, per yeah. coffee? So we're daring everyone on my channel to, to carry cash around this week. What do you get? Awesome? So Carmela says awesome. Say hello, Undies Funded. Hello, everyone. Yes, well. Okay. See you, Carmela. All right. Well, there's your dare, people. There's your dare. Cha-ching. Hashtag cha-ching. So C-H-I-C-H-I-N-G. And remember, tap, tap. What is tap? Ah. One at a time, ladies. One at a time. Please don't mug the monkeys. The monkeys are kind of people-phobic. Yes, we are. But we clever monkeys. We're going to the gym now. We're going to see if the gym will let me in. And if the gym lets me in, then we'll see what happens next. Hey, we'll just see what I challenge myself to do differently today. So, 
back at Anytime Fitness today. Reinstated my gym membership. Ooh, 66.3. Now, last week I was 64, so I've put on two kilos from this medication. And it's just from the medication, not from really changing my diet. Just the meds. So, what we need to do is keep coming to the gym and working off the running legs and still eating well, but eating less less voluminously for sure. And so I'm being gonna go and come down again to Anytime Fitness at Quakers Hill. And you can follow them on Instagram, and you can follow them on Facebook. Nice bunch here, nice bunch even for accessibility nuts like me. But, but you know what happened? I nearly beat the computer at chess. <laughs> and even though <coughs> I had two left <coughs> and it had one, it still wouldn't let me beat it. It said, stalemate, CPU wins after I made undo a move and then made another move. So I don't trust computers. It was programmed wrong. It was programmed in order to keep me on the machine longer. Anyway, I only spent 10 minutes on there and now I'm walking home. I'm nice and exhausted. And I'm going to go. Love you, Anchor. Thank you, Anchor. Well, Anchor's buggy. Anchor's buggying me. Um, it doesn't necessarily do what I want it to do. When I don't press the record button, it records when I don't want it to. Um, And it doesn't close as easy. I'm fully updated. I made sure I was updated before I left home, so I don't know what's going wrong with your record button now. But it's all over the screen. And for ease of use, it's not supposed to be all over the screen. If you could help me out with that, that'd be good. Oh, that was hilarious, Lulu. That was hilarious. Um, they're both good songs. They're both great. Thanks for taking the time out to shout out to me today. and I appreciate it. Um, I really appreciate all the support I get here on Anchor from all you beautiful folk. And um, we've got another Audie might be joining us. Ooh, we'll see. We'll see, shall we? Okay, bye. Hello, check one, two, check, check one, One, two. two. One, two, it goes one, two. Didn't you know? I was just just listening to the final countdown. What are you doing? Uh, I just got home from my gym visit and I fixed up my gym so I'm allowed to go in again. (laughs) Because I have, pardon? And how is gym doing? Jim's okay. He said, he said, you're not allowed to beat me at chess, he said. Um, but I did anyway. <laughs> but the computer's a sore loser, I'll tell you that much. Um, well. Whenever, whenever you get to the point where you're going to get it in check, it, it just won't let you win. And then when it does do stalemate, which was what it forced me into a stalemate, it says mm-hmm. CPU wins, even though I had two pieces left on the board and he's only had the king. So well, I don't know how that maybe works. Maybe they are using cheating. the... They're using the imperial point system. Is there a difference? Is there? Uh, I don't know. I've completely made uh. it up, actually. <laughs>
I like it, Imperial points. That, that I'll give that to you. <laughs> yeah. I will, I will. So how have yeah. you been? Um, it's an interesting day. Um, just like more of my work meetings got cancelled and um, then I went to meet my new doctor. I don't know if he's like a neurotherapist or some kind of psychologist or psychiatrist okay. or something. Cool. So, yeah, and he was like super cool. He was beautiful, looks like a movie star. Well, wow. um, no, <laughs> I'm just kidding. He looked exactly like a psychologist. Oh, um, well, you know, you can't win a more. I know. Yeah. But, um, oh, it was raining, like, and pretty cold, and just pouring down rain, and I'm on the motorcycle, because my car's in the shop, so that was fun, actually, I, I, and, and where he, where his office is, I didn't really, um, I think I accidentally left my phone on the GPS setting, where you avoid highways, <laughs> right, yeah. because I ended up going up in this back road, like, it was, like, twisty, and there was just, like, trees, and, and, you know, like, foresty stuff Mm -hmm. and I was just like where am I I feel like it was in the mountains and then I just popped out into downtown Portland and I was like okay that was weird Um, but it was a super nice ride it'd be lovely to be there with the trees all the big tall what is it poplars I don't know the species of tree names I'm not really an arborist but but they've got they've got lots of big tall trees don't they in Portland I do know that uh, poplar is close to the word popular, so yeah. it could be a popular type of tree. Population. I'm gonna get popular. Pop. Do you know that? Do you know? Uh, yeah, from popular? Wicked. Is it from Wicked? Is it okay? Yeah. Yeah. Gonna be popular. Yeah, well, um, when I, when actually, hey, we should call that, that in for Jennifer's music challenge. We could call it yeah. in. Okay. Well, you can do that on on our behalf. Well, no, I um, meant it would be funny if we could do it as two. Okay, so call. what do I do? What do I do? Uh, okay, how do we do that? Um, I don't think it's possible, but it was just in my head. It seemed like a theoretically fun idea. How about you know what we could do? You know what we could do? We could do. So what's what's the deal of the challenge? What have we got to do? We've got to see it. Um, Oh, no, no, no. She just does a weekly, like, this one is, like, what's what's the most iconic song from a movie, was your question this week. It just has to do with music. Oh, well, come on. That and has so... to be, that has to be Grease Lightning. Come on. You know, um, Well, I was, well, I was thinking of the final countdown, actually. That's why I was listening oh, to yeah, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because, um, but have you, do you, did you ever watch uh, Arrested Development, that show? Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. So yeah, there's like a there's a funny part in there where Job, that magician, like the terrible magician guy, uh, he uses that one and does his terrible illusions. And then okay. also in the movie Hot Rod, which also has Will Arnett in it, and um, they do that like they play that song when he's about to take his dirt bike off this you know big jump. So they've got theme songs for themselves. Basically, yeah. So that's kind of like Will Arnett. Do you want to know what, like my, theme song theme song? Do you know what, what my theme it? song is? Travel all over the countryside, ask me for directions. And that comes from the Leyland Brothers. I don't know if you're old enough to remember the Leyland Brothers or whether you even got that out of Australia, but we used to have these blokes that go bush and they show you all the bush tucker and they go four wheel driving and that and get dirty and they go all over Australia. And nice. so they used to go travel all over the countryside. Um, I don't know, ask the Leyland Brothers. And so. I changed it up huh. as I do to travel nice. all over the countryside. Ask me for directions because I'm directionally impaired.
Sunday's glass Are you quite comfortable sitting there on your ass? Can't live without you, although I can't stand you Just can't live without you, I don't understand it Can't live without you, although I can't stand you Just can't live without you, I don't understand it You're aggravating, you make me swear Still it's frustrating, when you're not there Forgot to mention You're such a bitch Can't really stand you So let's get pitched Can't live without you Although I can't stand you Just can't live without you I don't understand it Can't live without you Although I can't stand you Just can't live without you I don't understand it Okay, so this is the deal, people. I haven't set up any kind of patronage account yet because I don't know how to do it and I'm kind of reticent to do it. So what I've done is I've put my PayPal link in the credits of this one. So if any of you fine people out there can donate me 50 cents, say, whatever, you just have to go there and um, put in an amount of your choosing and that will put that straight into my PayPal so I can continue to produce quality content and hopefully my content quality can get even better than what it currently is. So I'll be working on a Patroni account but meanwhile if you'd like to support Undies Funded Records and Radio to um, become financially solvent for this next year and register with air as a record label we'll do that we'll also be trying to get some business cards happening so that it's easier to promote anchor.fm on the ground here while i'm out on the ground and um all that good stuff that comes in with anchoring will be coming at the moment through my paypal account Now, I don't like PayPal much either, but they're pretty trustworthy as far as you can't stuff it up. Um, What you will see if you do donate is a big thank you because I will have some money to be able to pass things on to other people and help other people look after their stuff too. So yeah, it's totally optional, but if you like Undies Funded and you'd like to help, Come get the Anchor app, click through, 
and put in whatever you feel like because I'm really trying at this but I need to get some repairs done to my iPhones a new screen protector for my new iPhone and to source some insurance for my iPhone um, you know you don't need to know what I need my problems for but it's so that I can continue on this wonderful self-help platform um, so thank you for being there for me and um, just once again totally optional would just like to chuck the option out there for people so if you like me and you like the idea of my musical then you could help to support it if you don't like me thanks for tuning in because you've supported undies funded just by listening um, eventually I'll get some Google Adsense as Bernie advises as well get my WordPress set up properly but at the moment I'm still dealing with my medication side effects so any help you give will go to supporting an independent Australian artist just to produce content not income just content that's what we're interested in producing more quality and less quantity so the more helpful I can be the less budinsky I can be because my needs will be met thank you I'm here live at the padded cell of Andy's funded radio my father takes full responsibility for his own mental Truths. It's dropped out again, obviously. Um, I'm just about to get my ready for school, so I'm going to try and phone in in about an hour, and then you'll have me for an hour in uninterrupted. So um, it'll be great to carry on our conversation about the flat earth conspiracy. If anyone would like to join me tonight on Star Maker, I'll be hanging around a little bit and doing a couple karaoke covers. One by the the church and um, one by Ben Lee, Gamble Everything for Love. So we'll um, we'll see how we go on Star Maker on the iOS platforms. And um, if you want to sing a duet with me tonight, I'm at home alone, no kids and no hubby to bother me. So. Yeah, let's see what we do. I might fall asleep, you never know. But these things are never, never quiet as they seem. Hello, lovely. I just wanted to let you know and let everybody know because I'm very excited that I got to sit down with my dad and um, get him to tell the story of his um yeah his career in advertising cuz and in multimedia and stuff cuz it's a really really fascinating story i think you know he starts out 
Like, yeah, it's, uh, I, I wish I'd... I, I can't. I want to pump him for more information because, like, the, he had this whole sort of Don Draper period that you know we we didn't even really get into because um, we were sort of like skipping through the decades. But um, yeah, starting in like '66 um, and um, going through. So I reckon it's a rip and yarn. It's in my episodes, so I'm just letting my peeps know. Hey, how you going, Lewis? Yeah, really good. How are you? Yeah, I'm okay. You sound like you're in traffic. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not playing with it, Trudy. Well, that's good because you wouldn't want to hurt the traffic. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The traffic will. The traffic moves out of the way of me, basically. Good. I'm glad. Tell it that I kept saying, "Keep moving out of the way" because I like this one. I'm keeping this one. <laughs> right. So um, I just listened. To, I've been listening. Literally, I was listening to your station as you, and I managed to pick up your uh, piece about Billy the Problem Slayer again. Yeah? Yeah, it's amazing. You like it? Yeah, I do. Cool, because I was worried. Like, when the phone call hung up, I was going, oh, I wonder what he thought. Like, all day I was thinking, oh, was it too over the top? Because I tend to go OTT a bit. But that one was one I wrote, like, a couple of weeks ago when I was pretty sick, so... You know, it's got well, a that, few, few quirks it, in it. It's, in, it's intense, but I like mm. intense. Good. Well, intenticles. That's it. <laughs> ah. I see what you did there. Judy, you're, you're so sharp. Oh, too sharp. You should see my feet. <laughs> so we're just basically really long knives as feet. Yeah. Yep, I think so. I think that might be Billy's feet, I think. And, um, well, you need swords and feet for slaying all them problems. Yeah, well, and, and there's no point walking around with just normal shoes on, you know. You've got to have those Freddy-type shoes on. And I reckon there's, there's a call for that. I reckon we could make some platform shoes. Do you reckon we could make some money out of platforms? Yeah, there's a market for that. Yeah? <laughs> Should reckon... we... Um... Should we put it to the audience? Oh, I think so. I think so. What do you think they'll say? Oh, do you think we have an audience? Um, yes. Okay. If any, if anyone's listening to this and they're interested in platform shoes, yep. Then um, hit us up, and then we can start uh, getting into production. Yeah, and we'll make we'll make Freddie Billy Slayer platforms. Well, we'll make kid-friendly ones and we'll make a Freddy accessory. Okay, okay, cool. cool. That sound good? That could, be, that could be for, for Maya's next birthday. That's for a ninth. Yeah, awesome. So for, so for the eighth, you've got lots of dolls and for your ninth, you've got some Freddy shoes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. I can imagine. Your daughter sounds gorgeous, by the way. She's very, very smart, isn't she? She is. She's definitely on the ball. Yeah. She kept up with me okay. I was worried. I was trying to be very G-rated and, and be very polite. And I just managed it. I think I managed okay. Yeah, you did. So, yeah, Theo's gone away for the for the night, so she won't be here. She's gone to her auntie's place, so I'm just hanging about, well, I singing karaoke and... 
I wouldn't worry about being too polite with Maya. I had to delete a call into, uh, I think it was Georgie D, because she'd sung, she'd sung her a happy birthday song. And she was like, oh, thanks for that. Uh, but you sound like a robot. Oh. And so that, I was like, Maya, Maya you, you can't say things like that, babe. Well, you know what? You can. Yeah, you can. But you've got to understand that it might offend someone and that they might yeah, exactly. be hurt. Exactly. I don't want, and she won't understand that. She does. She she means no harm. Kids um, don't. They no, never do mean harm, do they? No. I think we could learn a lot from children. I think we could learn think, to be not offended over everything. Yeah, yeah. I think. I think you're you're so right. Um, we're so we're so oversensitive about everything. Yeah, it almost gets so sensitive that like you can't even say anything yeah you can't like you can't exactly like you you you're you feel like you're constantly walking on eggshells for not yeah. wanting to offend yeah well actually it's funny that you mentioned eggshells because i did a photo series just recently to go in a video clip and i okay. called it eggshells please and i stomped a bunch of eggs because i've got chickens out in the back Okay. And, and and so we get a lot of good quality eggshells. And so I boiled up a couple of eggs with, you know how you put them in tea and they turn different colours and stuff? Yeah. And then I, I peeled one of the eggs and I, so I, I arranged it all on the chopping board so that it was like breakfast but already smashed. And I put a pin in one egg that had some stains on it, like tea stains. And I was like, eggshells, please, because when you're like me, if someone's sick of me, I would love nothing more for them to turn around to me and say, excuse me, love, you're bothering me. Could you stop talking to me? And I would say, yeah, exactly. yes, thank you. I'd say thank you for saying that because people don't have the guts to actually say what they mean these days. I know. It's, 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 a, it's a problem. I think it's a humongous problem. I, I, I'm, how do we get un-PC? I want, I want the world to be un-PC. Oh, that's, what, that's, that's what I wanted to say to you. It's kind of PC times a thousand. Yeah, it is. It's like PC on acid. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So what do we do about that? Do we just exercise our free speech more, do you reckon? Yeah, definitely. I think it starts with us and saying what, shooting from the hip. And if people don't like it, then sometimes, sometimes people just have to lump it. Mm. I, I, I mean... It's, it's never my intention to offend, but exactly. at the same time, I'm not going to um, hold, hold, hold myself back because then I'll, I'll be unhappy. And I think the kids that are coming in the next couple of generations, like they're saying that autism and, and related disorders are going to skyrocket or have skyrocketed. Now, I believe this to be something of the humanities, like evolution, if you will, um, because... You know, we've changed ourselves due to diet and due to the way we live. And so if we don't handle these mood disorders and this dysfunction because people won't communicate, then what hope do our kids have, really? Well, I mean, you know, you're talking to somebody who has been up at the school in the last couple of weeks and the teachers have said to me about, Maya, have you thought about taking us to the doctors? Really? Um yeah. That's terrible. So that's that's awful. And it's because she's so, well, you heard her. She's so full of life and she's just on the ball 
she she's really full on, and they just they don't, they just don't know how to deal with her in the school in in a school setting. Well, also, I think it might. I don't know about your country, but in my country, in Australia, they have different ways of getting funding for what they call problem children or what they call children with difficult learning needs. So, mm-hmm. to get extra teachers in this country for the students that need extra help, they literally have to give those students a label that qualifies for them having help, if you understand my meaning. Yes, that that as well. Well, it all ties in, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, also, also, I mean, there is just a, I think there's just such a, they're so keen to put people in labels and this is the over PC thing. Everything needs to be in a box, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, if that child doesn't sit down and write and write and be quiet, then they've got autism or they've got some, they've got ADD. Yeah, and that's not true. That's just children. Children all have different needs and the fact that the school system is broken now. I mean, back when we went, it was broken but it was just breaking, you know? So yeah. basically people like me, if you did try hard, you could sit there and concentrate. But now with the amount of kids that have their latchkey kids, you know, they don't have parents at home. They don't have that after school and in between school supervision. They go, all they have all day is kids and people who don't really care about them. So that's got to be difficult for a child. Like, I know how hard it is for me as a, as a special needs adult um, when people don't have time to understand what my needs are. I just keep going until someone kind of knocks me out. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how to put it any better than that, but if we could find out why these kids are not happy in their classrooms, perhaps then and only then would there be changes that wouldn't require the children being negatively impacted by these labels and these medications. Have I lost you again? I have. I have lost you again. My gosh, it it oh I haven't. There you go. There you are. Still there, yeah. Yeah, I got you. So, so basically, because well, what you're saying is completely right. Because there's so many problems in the classroom now, um, it's just a complete overload. I think they need it. it, it the whole the whole education system needs look needs reviewing. Yeah, they should be following a more active model, like. Because these days, with the way they've trained the parents, I mean, they haven't looked. What they did is they told a whole generation, being my generation, um, and I'm 39 now. Mm -hmm. So when I went to school, they were saying, you guys are going to have to know how to learn for the rest of your lives. And so we got good at learning because we got told, learn everything you can, learn how to read. My dad taught me, he said, don't take anyone's word for anything. You can't trust anyone. Just learn as best you can from books. Make sure they're the right books, he said. And I think that self-directed learning is the way of the future and being, you know, on the internet. So they're teaching a lot more critical thinking skills. But what they haven't done 
is they haven't translated the generational gap properly if you get my drift. You there, Lewis? Well, they really don't like it when we're talking about this stuff, do they? Oh, don't make me hang up again. Jeez. Well, well there Still you there, are. Still there, yeah? Yeah, yeah. I keep, it keeps dipping in and out. Um, it does. They don't like it when we talk about reform. <laughs> no, no. When it, gets a little, when it gets a little bit close to the bone, the connection starts staying up, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. So, Funny, so, isn't I it? Mean, mm, so, <laughs> I mean, you know, you're talking about now you have to, there has to be some kind of acknowledgement of the, this day and age. So yeah. these kids, these kids are growing up with the internet. These kids are growing up. So how do, how do they, ref, how do they reflect that in the classroom? It's still well, what, way too rigid. What they did though, is like in between me going to school and my 12 year old now, who's just finishing primary school here, they changed the way they teach mathematical concepts even. And mm-hmm. what they didn't do is they didn't send home a workbook for the parents. So parents are actually incapable of helping the kids with maths homework. And not that I'm good at math, but I totally cannot understand the way my daughter does maths because they've changed it from a mostly addition and time thing to the subtraction. So they've changed it from the savings model to the credit model. Right. And that just puts us all in slaves to the banks right then and there. That makes well, me it, a well, sick to the stomach, actually. Well, it start. It all starts from very young. Yeah. Um, also, I mean, when you talk about kids with extra needs, like Maya is, um, when her, when they're not catered for, because they don't have the capacity to see that, or yeah. um, then she she's just at the point now where she just absolutely hates school. Yeah, because she's bored. She's bored to tears because they're trying to fit her in a box that's like seven years too young for her. I mean, I spoke to her and I thought, geez, it sounds like I'm talking to a teenager already. Yeah, she is. Um, So, you know, she's not behind. She's in front. And they used Mm. to have, they used to have special classes for kids who were better like than the other kids or you know differently talented than the other kids and now they just kind of say well we can't deal with all the special kids so we'll just call everyone disabled instead so do you think it's i mean a lot of it's to do with diet a a lot of it's to do with um kids that they're they're really inactive so they're staring at screens for long periods of time which we never did yeah um and all of this ties into uh this this that all leads to a kid which seems like they've got to obviously from a teacher's perspective some kind of condition well the old see and this is the problem that i have with over diagnosis because I have spent years being put upon by doctors and nurses and health, allied health professionals with this bipolar diagnosis. And only now that I'm older am I realising it's to do with hormones, 
and that the woman's cycle, I mean, I don't know whether you're partnered or whether you're raising my by yourself or. Yeah, that, but, she, she lives with me. Right. So you've got a whole big thing coming up where she's going to start to get hormonal and you're going to have to grab a calendar and to help you out there. If you can just mark when she starts to get PMSy, because that mm-hmm. will start now, that will start real soon. And, and if she's able to negotiate that cycle, because if she does turn out to have some kind of, God forbid, some kind of actual diagnosis, mm-hmm. then it's going to be even more critical for her as she ages to understand the different things in the women's cycle. And that's where, I mean, I was raised by a single father myself. Mm-hmm. So for me, my flow was always never spoken about and it was something, I mean, my dad, made a teacher sit there and tell me about shaving and all that stuff. And it must have been difficult for him because I just used to stand there and laugh and cry at the same time. And he had no idea what was going on, poor man. He had no clue. Mm. So I'm thinking maybe that might help is her being aware that, no, you're not naughty, darling. You're just a woman. You're just turning into a woman. And, yes, being a woman sometimes... Yeah, no, it sucks. And I'm sorry that you have to go through that. But again, it's that acknowledgement of what's going on for the woman and for the young, you know, prepubescent adolescent female. I think it's well, important. I just, yeah, I, but I don't think that they, well, especially in this education system, there's no um, allusion to that. Nobody, nobody talks no. about that. No, no one does. And and in this day and age too, you've got a lot of more single parents than you did have. Um, so it's just like, bye. Say bye, Anchor. Bye, Lily. Bye. Egged on. That's my daughter going for her her holiday. See ya. Have fun. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I think when they teach science and they teach biology they only teach reproduction and then after they teach the reproduction they teach you that you shouldn't have sex and it's like okay is it did anyone think that might have been in the wrong order um you know and well that's just that's so that's that's almost bipolar in itself right this is is. what happened this is this is is what's going to happen to your body but you shouldn't do it because it's bad yeah, well, it's like where yeah. you you you've got to, there has to be, and I mean, I am just about to go into teaching myself. And oh, really? I, what what field? Um, well, I'm going to start in primary. Cool. Because I just feel like there's a total lack of empathy for, like we were talking about children's needs. And, um, I mean, it's more than the classroom. It's about home. Um, yeah. Yep. I get so, where you're at, 100%. Mm. Like, you've got kids with parents who are so stressed that they can't even see their own navel ever. And, you know, then we're expecting these kids to do miracles at school and succeed better than anyone else. And it's like... How much pressure do you want to put on a species before the whole lot just jumps off a cliff? 
Yeah, exactly. But I mean, when you talk about pressure, uh, how much pressure can humans actually take before they actually start cracking? And are we cracking already? I think we cracked a long time ago. I think that it's the mothers that drive this ship. Like, it's a patriarchal system we live in, but I think that definitely it's the mothers who have are holders of, if you want to go back to a traditional model of telling the story, you know, mm. um, the the rape of the maiden world, the well maidens, sorry, um, you know, and the crusades. And basically um, the, the blokes were going around trying to kill people because they were descendants of that horrible thing where if our knowledge was just asked for, we'd be more than happy to share, most of us. But it was all. But the but the the method was to not ask and just and just kill and rape and pillage. Yeah, exactly. And but so, do we do we still deal with the um, aftermath of that now? Yes, absolutely. Because the mothers are fractured and the mothers are blamed for the babies being wrong. But the babies are wrong because, and I think this is comes down to genetics because. We have raped and pillaged Mother Earth to the point where she's different now. And Mother Earth goes through cycles too. And so she's heading into her cronehood. You know, this planet, I don't know how long it's going to be here for, but I don't think it'll be habitable much past my daughter's generation of kids, you know, because we've wrecked it. Don't you think? Well, they better start getting. They better start building that colony on Mars then. Oh, they already have, darling. On the dark side of the moon. They've already started. Elon Musk knows how to pay for his little space vehicles already. Okay. And he's so talking about a whole new model of transport. Yeah, he's talking about being able to get to from from England to get to the states in like twenty minutes. Yeah. And the reason they're doing that is because within about 20 years, we've got to get off this planet. It's time ticking. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. All the way ticking. It's ticking like, it's not ticking like musicians count ticks. It's ticking like tick, tick, boom. That's what I that's reckon. A so, that's, a, that's, a, that's a sobering thought. Isn't it what? Well, see, this is what Ixamega is about. Um, this is what cacophony of silence really means. And um, not many people are going to actually get to hear it because it's only really going to be a small musical production with the kids and then whatever comes out on Anchor. So I don't even know that the story is going to get finished before I do. Do you, do you think... Um... Like what we're talking about, this the stress that the that the uh, that the planet is under. Do you think that that transmutes to to mothers? Kind of, do you think that's passed on to the mothers? And why we're seeing so many women being diagnosed with these conditions? Um, I think there's two factors there. I think for sure, mothers are thinking my gosh, why did I bring a child into this world? Look at this crazy piece of crap we're living on. And then you've also got that genetic changes that have already happened, Um, you know, 
industrial revolution style rape and pillage the planet. So with all of that combined and with the diagnosis factor going up by, you know, a factor of I don't know what, but everyone's got something these days. Of course. So I think stress, just the stress from being stressed about bringing a baby into the world before you have the baby, that can cause changes in the fetus itself. I'm with you. So what I'm saying is where you used to have a community of women that would be helping the woman who's giving birth, now every woman has to be perfect, look wonderful, be blooming and brilliant and bright and it's not possible it's not feasible and it cannot happen we need to get real we don't Mm. have much time as a species in order to get real quite honestly that's what i think no we're not giving i mean it's exactly the same situation as with the kids we're not giving people the opportunity to express themselves differently we're not we're not taking time to understand that we just want mm. we just want to put put them in their box yeah. and leave them to it. Yeah, well I think that the rich people and I use that in inverted commas because if they're rich, truly rich, they share their wealth. Whether it be knowledge or whether it be actual physical help to people. So but you mean most, the people with money? Yeah, the people with wealth, they are hoarding it. But what are they hoarding it for? Um, if there's nowhere to live at all... Sorry, you're leaving, Cud. Sorry, Trudy, two seconds. You're right, you're right. Shut up. Thank you. What are they holding it for? Um, I'm convinced that they like to do like a Scrooge McDuck kind of scenario and just swim in the amounts of cash that they've got in... Ooh, yucky. I can't imagine how disgusting that must be, like... How much germs I mean, must be on all that money? It's disgusting. It's just excess. But, I mean, gre- greed is probably... That's probably one of the worst things that we suffer from as humans. Well, I'm glad that it's not something that I suffer too badly. But I think it's that fight-or-flight response we're stuck in where people are saying, I don't know what's next. And where we used to have elders that we respected... Now, elders are put away into homes so that people don't have to deal with them. And we do not see the chaos and the ageing process the way that we used to be privileged to see it. We do not see the dying. We do not see the sick because as soon as someone's sick or different, they've got to get away from us. Yeah, we um, segregate them. Yeah, and I'm feeling that at the moment, like... You know, basically, I've worn out everyone in my sphere, so they're going, can we have a Trudy break okay. now, like a long one? <laughs> and I don't know. Some people, I, are, think... I mean, are these, the, I mean, these sorts of conversations, I think they're vital, but a lot of people aren't there yet. Well, they don't have long to catch up. So let's hope that people listen and tune in and get their Freddy shoes on and start solving problems because the platforms of the detachable freddy have never been needed well i don't know that they've never been needed but but they're needed now no they've never been more needed yeah they've never been more needed that's exactly right um 
I think people need to take a good hard look around them and start to build, rebuild and strengthen that community because when the shit hits the actual fan, it's not going to be like a fan sitting there going, yay, idol, or yay, (laughs) England's got talent, or yay, Australia's got bogans. It's going to be people going, oh, my God, we're all going to die. Yeah, I mean, that's so crazy to me. I mean, whether it's 20 years or 200 years, there is, uh, there is, we're going towards something. Yes, definitely. Um, And we need to start having these sorts of conversations before, because when it happens, everyone's going to be like, we never saw it coming. This is uh, like an affliction. It's the end of day. It's like you had all the warning signs. What more do you want? Well, I don't know what they want. Well, since it's Friday, let's talk a little bit about time. Now, to me, with my processing order, time is irrelevant and lunchtime doubly so. If you know where that quote comes from, you have my undivided attention. If you're not sure, go read Douglas Adams. Don't get the cliff notes. Don't watch the movie. Go read the books. Because I tell you what, if there was an Orwell for our generation, before our generation, I should say, it would be Douglas Adams. So, for any of you Doctor Who fans out there, we'll be talking tonight about the limey, wimey, wobbly stuff. And maybe some fish fingers. And maybe whether or not we can make savoury custard to go with fish fingers. Ooh, love you, Anchor. Oh, Lulu, you're amazing. You're very amazing. Um, thank you, B. Thank you, B. I'm glad that Lulu held you hostage and made you tell all these stories. We love stories here at Undies Funded. And you know what? There's no story too sticky for us. Good on you two. You're keeping me company tonight. Someone's got to do it. It's a dirty job, but someone's got to do it. Thank you. Well, I've always wanted to do NaNoWriMo, which is, you know, the national writing one but I've never gotten to it because you know many things happen in my life so Hank has been great for my writing um just shooting from the hip and being able to do that so we'll see if I can take part in this Napodpomo I don't know what the hashtag is I'll have to go back and look at the post later So, um, coming up is Inside the Anchor Studio <coughs> with Dewan and Only and moi, Trudy. I was the first guest on Inside the Anchor Studio. I am totally, totally humbled and, and you know, I appreciate that we got to speak. So, yeah, you won't, it's not a very long conversation, so have a listen if you feel inclined. 
and I have kicked butt since talking to Joanne. I have done washing up. I have fed the chickens and cleaned the fridge, which those two tasks go together. And I am now just continuing the washing up and doing those day-to-day tasks that I find so difficult um, because I get to do them in my own time at the moment. Uh, This is me time. And I'm houseworking. I can nearly not believe it. Wonderful. Tune in. Tune up. Come on. Sing us a tune. You know you want to. How did you know this is one of my favourite, favourite tunes? Um, This was one of the first covers that I did in one of the longest bands, cover bands that I was in. Um... Yeah, it was called Kill Gill, because none of us really liked what Julia Gillard was about, except me, Um, except now I don't like it, because I see her for what she was, Um, a politician, so yeah, thanks for this, I've echoed this to my station, because I'm going to head on over to SingStar now, or whatever it's called. Star Maker, your turn to shine app, and I'm going to do a cover of this for you. So if you're on iOS, you can get the app, Star Maker, and um, you can come sing a duet with me if you want. Hey, Condensation. That's a great name, by the way. Um, Delayed response to request for pumpkin image, pumpkin carving image. Well, here it is. Uh, Link in the description. Wow, just a bit of a shout-out here to the Daily Lob. I loved your pumpkin. That was cool. Very, very cool. Um, We don't carve pumpkins here. We eat them. But, um, yeah, I think with Halloween it might be about giving thanks to make it through the winter and that little bit of faith that if you carve one of your last pumpkins that there'll be more next season but I'm not sure um yeah it was great to see your picture on Instagram but I can't like it because Instagram has locked me out right now so yeah just wanted to say hello and um thank you thanks for being you and being you. Ooh, ooh, me too, me too. I want to know too. And what about echoes? Echoes. Echoes. And why is there a plus button and a share button? What's the difference between adding it to your station with the plus button or adding it with the other share button? Um, because I'm having trouble with figuring out this new everything's changing all at once thanks for some reason I've got Insta in my head right now that song somewhere over the rainbow new birds fly birds fly over the rainbow why oh why come 
It's raining here now. The birds are all finding their nest. And I'm having my final sit down before laying down. And this afternoon I have a friend visiting. So I'm going to have to go to the doctor soon and get the medication to fix my other side effects and my other medication. And um position my pain is making me smoke way too many cigarettes, honestly. So yeah, anyway, I don't know what I'm I'm waffling now. Do you like my waffles? How do you like my waffles? The sexy pancake. Um I don't know who's that is. That was a couple of times I've heard that I said. I got good space taste good space and space and have you got good space? Make sure you have good spaces. Mmm, is this spacious? Mmm, spacious. Little bit of a tasty tidbit here. If you're interested in recording your surroundings more than your voice, um, how I do that is I'm wearing a pair of Sony's and if I put them on backwards, I get more of the atmospheric noise and less of my voice because the microphone is actually placed differently at the back of my scone. So if I were to think about that, if I were in an echoey room, I might want to wear my headset backwards so that the splash was timed better. But I'm going to check that out. This is a little sound experiment brought to you by Sleepy Saturdays on Undies Funded Records and Radio. Jack, Jack, Jack right in. Roll up. Fruit. Anyone.
Positioning when recording into a Bluetooth headset. I use my phone case a lot up at my side of my head, which I'm doing now. Then if I'm walking around, the sound doesn't change too much. Well, we can hear what it changes. Now I've moved my phone away. And I'm walking through quite an open space, so I have to raise my voice a little. And it changes the timbre. Timbre of my voice <clears throat> um, but it also increases the stress level of whoever's listening so now I'm in a little corner over here and oh, grabbing the CDs finally finally found them been looking for them for ages and I'm walking through a hallway so I've put my headset phone thing over back up to my face going into my computer the track you just heard was from me and my old band and I'm between bands at the moment but as any good musician will tell you in between bands what band um I don't know I'm just a writer and I've stopped writing songs as much as I used to but I've kept writing the vocals and the melody, but it's been kind of annoying trying too hard to keep shit together for other people. So now I'm just slamming this all out there before I cock it. <laughs> I feel like I'm dying, man, like all these meds, this um, combination. It's pretty hectic. And um, iTunes is a cow. I don't want to be a genius. Please, can I be stupid? I don't like Sisyphus. Fussy Sis, she's a pain in the bum. Yes, I just told it. Yes, oh no, I just told it. Yes, oh no, it wants everything. Okay, alright. Don't ask me every time, that's what. No option. Oh, lucky man. Let's play that. Now, I'm using an Allen and Heath desk which I bought. If you have a friend on whom you think you can rely, you are a lucky man. Take my headphones off.
enough of stealing. That's enough of stealing off of iTunes. Hang on. So, I just put my accessible headset on and um, press play. Shall I press play? Press stop. That's the one. I've got on my accessible scarf, which is my office in a box. On a box. Balancing. On a sphere. Well done.